We are idiots, and thus this show should never be heard by anyone, and the opinions expressed on this show are wholly the presenters and are not representative of any agencies that we currently or have formerly worked for. Welcome back to Three Idiots Talking Nonsense. We have a whole slate of nonsense today to get into, and I think we're just going to jump right in. Let's talk about the stupid book. The stupid book. So we say who it's by. I don't have it with me. Um, so I can't pronounce the guy's name because I believe he is Italian, but Carlo Cipolla. That sounds And he right, wrote yeah. The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity, and I read it, Stash, you read it this week. Um, in fact, you got it for me. It was a gift. It was a surprise. Yes, I did. Very and romantic. I I got it from uh, I can't remember where I where I remember hearing about it from, but I remember hearing about it and I was like, oh, this is perfect for the beard because he hates stupid people. I really well, do. we all do. So perhaps more than anything. So do you want to talk we, about a little? So we should we fill um. So the whole premise of the book, right, is that there's these five laws of stupid people, and uh, do you want to fill in front of me to, to read? Okay, perfect. Can you fill uh, anchor in on those because he hasn't yes. read the book? Yeah, well, he's experienced it firsthand. So there's there's graphs in the book, but no pictures, so you won't like it. Um, <laughs> so the basic laws of human stupidity are rule number one: always and inevitably, everyone underestimates the number of stupid individuals in circulation which I think is probably fundamentally true. Uh, rule two, the probability that a certain person will be stupid is independent of any other characteristic of that person. And I think that's the most interesting law. Sure, sure. Okay. Let's, so get through like, them. Well, let's get through all of them and then we'll kind okay, of break them down. Okay, we'll talk about all of them. Yeah. Uh, rule three, a stupid person is a person who causes losses to another person or to a group of persons while himself or herself, obviously, Deriving no gain and even possibly incurring losses. That sounds exactly like me. Right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, rule four, non-stupid people always underestimate the damaging power of stupid individuals. In particular, non-stupid people constantly forget that at all times and places and under any circumstances to deal and or associate with stupid people always turns out to be a costly mistake. And five, a stupid person is the most dangerous type of person. Okay, so so start. Do you, is are there any of those that didn't make any like fundamental sense, anchor? No, I, I think I think they all make a lot of sense. Right. As soon as I read them, I was like, oh my god, these are so obvious, but they're just written in a way that is, right. Is and I so think um, clear and exact. The guy who wrote the foreword, you said you knew who that was. I've never heard of the guy. Yeah, Nassim Taleb, if I'm pronouncing his name right, and I probably am not. But I've read all his books, too. So what does he write about? Does he write about similar issues or topics? Um, so he is a um, really more of a mathematician. He's also a trader. Um, but he wrote most famously Black Swan. But I like uh, Anti-Fragile. He talks a lot in that one about how um, if we think of fragile as being delicate, right, shocks damage it what is the opposite of fragile and most people would say strong resilient or strong or something like that but resilient and strong things aren't benefited by shock so if fragile is destroyed by shock something that merely isn't damaged by shock isn't truly the opposite of fragile because something that's 
the opposite of fragile would get stronger when exposed to shock the same way that something fragile breaks when exposed to shock. So he made up the word, basically, anti-fragile, to start to look at things that get stronger uh, when subject to shock. And of course, he talks a lot about markets and systems and things like that. But it's, I think, applicable outside of that, or at least thinking in those terms, like how can we make sure that we're not only resilient, but also anti-fragile, that if anything happens, we get stronger rather than being damaged. Isn't that the whole point of that? If it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Isn't that like that saying? Sure. Is that uh, probably true for people in terms of their life experiences, but maybe not so true of say an investment portfolio or a government or a financial plan. That's true. If you lose a lot of money, like what we saw recently with the stock market stuff going out with the GameStop stuff, if you lose a lot of money, those people didn't exactly like, well, I'm I'm a better person because of it. No, yeah. (laughs) Those people just lost money and had their lives ruined. Right. Or there are people that, you know, without getting any specific examples, but like the people who made money in the stock market crash in 29, right? Um, the, sure. that the shocks to the market actually benefited. Well, right, was, not twenty. I thought even two thousand and nine. I was like, that's a weird way to put it. No, no. no. <laughs> um, he also, uh, lastly, or not lastly, but also wrote "Skin in the Game," which is one that I'm always one of my catchphrases. Right, is that people who make decisions shouldn't be insulated from the effects of those decisions. Sure. Which is something I complain about all the time. That sure, it's easy for you know, whatever manager position to make whatever decision because they don't have to actually deal with the consequences of it. And skin in the game is sort of similar that, you know, if people making decisions and affecting outcomes and that, that aren't that aren't a part of it that don't matter and that therefore it's important to have that skin in the game, to have that buy-in so that you are invested in the outcome that's beneficial if you have skin in the game. So anyway, he wrote the foreword, which I assume you read. Yep. Um, which is funny but now it makes sense i so i didn't know he's a mathematician but that that's it's that makes more sense now when he's talking at the beginning he's like oh i i thought that this book was going to be like written in like uh as like a a parody or written as Mm -hmm. as, like it's supposed to be funny but he's like oh no actually if you do this out like as a mathematician it actually makes perfect sense right because the author goes into later when he's talking about uh there's there's four different kinds of people in the world there's the intelligent person there's the bandit, there's the helpless person, and then there's the stupid person. Mm-hmm. Now we can get into that later because I think he gets into that in like number rule number three or whatever. But yeah. we should start with rule number one, which is that there's more stupid people just in general than we think, than there, we are. think there are. And right. I think that's, <laughs> that's that's reading that I think is a is a bit of a wake up for um for a lot of people because I think a lot of people think that but they don't know right. that. And I wonder if they think that if we all think that everyone is dumb, someone's wrong. Right. Someone's looking out and being like, oh my God, everyone's dumb. When really they should be looking at themselves and saying, oh wait, no, I'm dumb. But see, and that's the thing is like, you could make the argument that there's a difference between dumb and stupid. Sure. And I think in this case, you, we should make that argument. Yeah. yeah. Because the, like when he talks about stupid, he doesn't talk about intelligence at all. Because that's, that's rule number Only two, in terms right? Of causing damage, right. right? No, rule number two is that you can have. He talks about noble laureates, and he's like, even noble right. laureates are stupid people, right? And that's what I think is most interesting is that the stupid people are equally at every level, right? It's not like, oh, well, they're a bunch of doctors. It's probably fine, well, but it's not. 
right? right. Or it's a bunch of you know professors or or God students forbid, politicians or, or yeah or whatever. Right. There's still a bunch of stupid people, but or that's just, true. It can be you can be smart in terms of intelligence and still be stupid in terms of damaging and causing losses to other people. Also, not everyone is intelligent all the time, and not everyone is sure stupid all the time. But I think sure. he kind of he generalizes it right. So in his four intelligent, helpless, bandit, and stupid, mm-hmm. he kind of breaks it down as like, if you do something that is a net gain, whatever that the thing is, if it's a net gain for you and it's a net gain for someone else, that's considered intelligent. Mm-hmm. If it's a net gain for you and it's a loss for someone else, that's considered a bandit. You're considered a bandit. I'm taking money from you. Your money's right. no longer yours, so that's your loss. I'm taking it, so it's now mine. If you, I don't know, give your money to someone else and you don't get a benefit from it, then you're helpless because mm-hmm. you, you've incurred a loss and someone else has incurred a benefit. And then if neither you incur, if you incur a loss and the other person incurs a loss, then you're right. stupid. <laughs> you've done something stupid. I like that he gets into looking at uh, a civilization in decline or a civilization that's gaining where if the people that are helpless and the people that are bandits, if those are mostly positive, then things are getting better. And when that swings mostly negative on both of those, that's when everything is getting worse. And I would say we are balls deep in everything getting worse. Yes, I would agree. Anchor, if you want, I can give you this book. It doesn't have any yeah, pictures in it. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'll uh, peruse it and see what I can find. You can finish it. You, you can know, crush it in an hour. It's like 25 yeah, sure. pages. But there are graphs. What grade so level is it written at? Um, like I don't know. What's your, what's your grade level? <laughs> uh, my son's in second grade, so he can right explain there. to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be able to explain the hard concepts and i appreciate at the end of the book he puts in like a little graph so you can fill it in for people you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's a little harsh the pages are a little small to list all of the people that i think we already done that i mean kind of saying episode one right uh what are you talking about this is episode one so another thing that he mentions is that uh rule number four that we can't understand or we, I guess we underestimate how much power stupid people have. So he brings up the Mm. point of like, it really depends on the, what kind of position the stupid person is in. Right. Like if you're stupid and you're transient, you have less power and therefore less influence on other people than if you're stupid and say the president of a company. Right. You're stuck with them. Right. And then you're kind of at, you have to bend to their will Mm -hmm. if you choose to. I mean, obviously you don't have to, but this is America. More or better free. or worse. Right. Anyway, I'm glad you read it. Or I'm glad you liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Anchor, I will definitely uh, hook you up with that. Um, one more time with the name, since you've got it in front of you, Beard, in case other people want to look it up. The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity by Carlo Cipolla. Right. 25, a, 30 pages, something like that. Real short. I'm not a good pronouncer, so the pronunciation is a little vague. It's Italian. And say vague correctly, please. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we could get into a whole thing with how the English language is stupid. And ague oh, and vague God. and badge and vag are all too similar and don't sound alike. 
or lookalike. <laughs> you could spell vag V A D G E just like badge, but I don't right. think people no would one pronounce does. it correctly. How right. would people pronounce that? Vad Vadga? I don't know. Hopefully they would pronounce it like badge. Maybe. But if you type why is why is vague so different from ague? Well, ague isn't a word. It is. What's ague mean? Uh, it's like an illness. A G U E. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never Malaria heard of that or some other illness involving fever and. Oh, that's a coronavirus. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's an ague. I've never heard of that. The other book we read this week was I Robot. Yeah, yeah, based off the Which... movie. Right. Not (laughs) remotely similar. So the character names in the movie were the same. Yes. And that's about it. it. Like, I mean, there's obviously the three laws of robotics and Asimov and this whole three laws of robotics. Um, A robot cannot harm humans. A robot cannot. Or it can't harm humans and it can't let humans be harmed. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one was. uh, Has to listen to humans. Right, you have to follow follow the, the first. Right, unless yeah, follow the commands of humans unless a human tells you to hurt another human, essentially. Right. And then the third one is you have to preserve yourself unless it goes against the first two. Right. So it's a stacking kind of idealism. I have I have since read um oh gosh, what is the detective one? Is it Caves of Steel? Yeah, yeah, I just started that today. Um uh, and so that was more I don't want to say it was like the movie because that would be uh, a mischaracterization, but at least it was a detective with a robot partner. Right. Well, you got to understand. So I don't know. Did you get the, did you rent caves of steel from the library? I did like the library app that we use. So mm-hmm. you probably got the same one I did. Did you read the mm-hmm. forward, like the introduction yeah. where yes. he talks about how like I robot is just a collection of short stories. He wrote all these right. short stories and then they, they put them into a collection. Or they whatever. compiled them. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the movie, is not going to use all the stuff from those different short right. stories and stuff, but right. That's really interesting stuff. Asimov is yeah. incredible, and there's a reason why he's like pretty much referenced in every sci-fi, or there are references Absolutely. to stuff he talks about in every sci-fi yeah. thing now. Yeah. Whether it's video games or TV shows, I know. I think Firefly had some. I never watched Firefly, but I've heard it's. And you know, I I heard it's so good, and it was so short, and I keep meaning to watch it. Anchor, have you ever watched Firefly? That was, it was a simple life. <laughs> you grunted yeah, at mind. the beginning, so. I said, nope, I live a simple life. Okay. Watch All we heard was a simple like life. That. So you still need to fix your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Leave me alone. Fuck that's off. Right. Yeah. That's right. Got done with a 12 hour yeah. shift. Poor guy. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Can you I'm imagine like having it at two in the morning? Sit here and talk to us after a 12-hour shift. I mean, he had to talk uh, to me all day. Why do you think so. I've been so fucking quiet? I know, Jesus. He probably has this muted. He's <laughs> talking to himself. Yeah, he had to deal with me all day, so. Yeah, it's rough. But we've been watching, I, uh, um, at work, we've been watching uh, March Madness. And I've speaking. never been really into it, but. Yeah, me neither. I mean, now that there's nothing else on TV to watch. Sure. I watch pro basketball pretty religiously. But yeah, yeah we're, college, we're aware. I have no idea. You're right. And even, so it comes like draft time, right? Oh, it's the NBA draft. I'm like, I'm not going to watch. I don't know who any of the players are that they're drafting because I don't watch college basketball. I have no idea what's happening. 
No idea who the players are. No idea who the picks are. Don't even care. Right. I uh, spent a chunk of the morning with he who shall not be named. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah, I, I talked to him. I talked, I talked to him yesterday, and he said that he was yeah. going to be hanging out with you. Yeah. All right. How'd that go? Yeah, it went great. We went up. Uh, we went up shooting, and oh, fantastic. out of, out of yep. where? I'm sorry. Right out of the town in the woods. We'll edit uh, something creative there. Yeah, we hit our usual spot, and we went through the PRA one to five drill. Um, yeah. That we Does shot he last miss me? Um, he didn't say so. Probably. Probably terribly. Um, and then uh, my brother was with me as well, and he hasn't done any of that sort of pistol stuff that we were doing. So hopefully that was eye-opening for him. I was describing the wizard drill last last night, and he's like, what, two and a half seconds at three yards? Oh, that'll be easy. Yeah, how do you like, do? <laughs> really? Okay, come on down. And it's not that it's hard, but it does take practice. And so and I were doing just fine, and my brother who? was all who? struggling. Oh, God damn it, you guys. Fuck me. The fourth <laughs> idiot, who he who shall not be named, uh, was doing fine. Uh, I was doing fine, obviously, and my brother was all over the place. So he definitely, hopefully, had a little little wake-up call. But did the wizard, did the PRA 1-5 to five a bunch, uh, shot some rifle. It was a good session. Collected for someone, uh, let's imagine that some of our listeners probably aren't uh, gun nuts like you guys. And let's imagine sure. that one of the three idiots I, sitting here isn't as well. What is the uh, wizard drill? Just in basic kind of uh, some it's, am, it's amazing is what it is. Sure. That means uh, nothing, Anchor. You fuck. So it, it's kind of a basic drill to, it's kind of like a baseline. Kind of a minimum standard. If you can't do this, you have work to do. Um, and also a, a nice baseline, like how am I doing? Um, but uh, you only fire, we were running it with uh, six shots, but it's one shot at three yards. One hand. Strong, strong hand only. Okay, so this is with a handgun. Headshot in two and a half okay. seconds with a handgun. Yep. Um, and then you go back to five yards. Then it's uh, both hands, two and a half seconds, one shot to the head. Move back to seven, you do the same. Move back to 10, and it's two shots to the A zone, the body of the target. And then we added a 25 meter steel to that as well. One shot on steel, uh, also in the two and a half or uh, three and a half seconds, whatever it is on the 10 yard target. So basically, if you can't do that, you have shit to work a on for lot next time. Of work. Right. Okay. A lot. And you said your brother was thought it was going to be easy, but it wasn't. Yeah. He was mistaken. It was not. Yeah. He, he, it was an epic fail. Is your brother shoot okay. as much as you do, though? He doesn't. He hasn't put the work in and he didn't know. You know what I mean? It's kind of abstract when you'd be like, oh yeah, two and a half seconds, one shot, blah, blah, blah. Like, what does that actually mean until the timer goes beep, beep? And you're like, holy shit, what was I supposed to have done in between those beeps that I didn't even... Right, even like, like my it? basic... I've, I've gone shooting with you guys once, Um, even right. in my basic understanding. Like, watching you guys do the drills and stuff was definitely beyond me of, right. like, this would take a while to, to yes. even... They, like to anything even else, right? sniff being able to... Well, right, yeah. 10,000 right. hours, right, before you become an expert in something is what they say. Right. He who shall not be named was getting sub one second uh, uh, first shots off. He's good. For being fat, he's quick. Yeah, he's fast. Were they, were they accurate? Uh, he, he was running closer to like 1.1 seconds if he was getting hit. So that's, we could argue that if he's pretty impressive. still fast. We can argue that if he wasn't getting hit, then the fast runs don't count. 
right? Because it only counts if you hit. And even, you know, we're running the PRA one to five, right? Which is a pass fail drill. You either got all of your hits in the time or you, or don't. you don't. There's no degrees. It's like, well, you only missed one on this target. And I'm like, then I fail the whole drill. Well, but over on that target, you did good. I'm like, nope. The whole drill pass shot fail. because I didn't yep. land every shot. Exactly. Hits count and your mic is still right. cutting out. So Gotta hold yourself to a high tolerance. Right. Before we lose a hundred percent of our listener base because of you guys yeah, talking yeah. about shooting, um, obviously we can get back to it. But something else that you did this weekend was cook, and you were sending us some uh, some images yeah. or not, not some images, but you sent us some descriptions of what you made. Uh, I you cooked want up to... a storm. Yeah, let us know what you cooked. So I started. Um, I had my niece and nephew over to spend the night. And we had breakfast, of course, in the morning. And I cooked your famous McGriddles. Hell yeah. Uh, sorry. Your famous griddle-based pancake, egg, and sausage breakfast sandwich. TM is, with an right, R. Sort of non-denominational. <laughs> um, so basically, you Does know, they don't go to church? And did the, um, you know, did the batter and did the syrup in the batter and cooked those up. And that was fun. And then um, the next day, I actually uh, made a... Or was that the same day? No, it was the next day. I can't remember. I'm on vacation. I don't know what day it is. I made I... a pork tenderloin. And so what I did, I took this giant pork tenderloin. Unfortunately, it wasn't quite unthawed all the way, even though it had been in the fridge for like a week. I'm still uh, curious as what the weight was on it. I don't know. And, and I'm I still curious what look, you paid but... for it. Right. I can probably, in all seriousness, dig through the garbage if you really want to know and find the package. But I prefer it was you to a dig huge the garbage, pork yes. tenderloin. You um, might find some leftover meat, Edie. I could. I could just get the drippings out of the package. But uh, in the baking pan, I put in my chili powder, my chili flake, my salt, my pepper, my rosemary and thyme. Um, and I rolled it in that. And then I pan seared it for just a couple minutes on, you know, on each side. I put it uh, chicken stock in the pan, put um, a little onion and garlic in the in the baking pan, covered it with foil, put it in the oven, ended up taking about 40 minutes. It was a little frozen still in the middle, and it was also really big, so it took, of course, forever to cook. Mm -hmm. But Did you oh, use, man. like, a, like an inset thermometer while it was in the oven? I, so I had to take it out and thermometer it. Okay. Uh, so that was a pain. Um, but it, uh, oh, man, it turned out so good. I was so pleased. I'd never made one before. I was a little, you know, like I'm a little nervous going in. I, that was in the oven, and I was making um, griddle-based breakfast sandwiches again for uh, my brother and my mom uh, while the tenderloin was in. And those all turned out great and just cooked up a storm today before I went. So I left to go shooting at whatever time, 6.15 or whatever, but I got up a little before 5 and put a pot of uh, split pea soup on. So that's oh, been cooking all day, and it's, nice. it's ready to go as soon as we're clear here and I can eat a bowl of it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna That's tear awesome. up some uh, some pork chops. I think my wife is making mm. um, what's it, what au gratin potatoes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm yeah good stuff. That. Good stuff. Right on. Have yeah, you um? So he's going all with fresh veggies, bacon, ham. Mm. I was um, I was kicking. We were kicking around some Italian sausage the other day. We actually cut it mm -hmm. up, and then you know, okay, you know what I've been fucking obsessed with recently. My <laughs> wife and I have been watching Hell's Kitchen, which is not good for oh, us yeah. because it just. Right. First off, we found out $100 a plate if you want to go at to a Hell's Kitchen restaurant. And we're going to. Minimum. My wife and I someday. Because we also watch that show. We literally 
just watched the most recent episode right before we started recording. Oh no shit! So we're we're yeah. on the most recent season. We're trying to we're yeah. trying to catch up. Okay. So no spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So we um we've been watching that, and so I've been absolutely obsessed with uh, Carbonara, and I know mm-hmm. they serve Carbonara at, and I've never really you know I never really tried it. I didn't really mm-hmm. know what it was. You know, I hear, you know, Chef Ramsey or whatever talking about carbonara. And then so my wife and I added it as one of those recipes that we do every week. And I was like, oh, my God, it's just bacon, spaghetti and eggs. This is the greatest shit ever. Italian breakfast. (laughs) So goddamn good. And now it's like. You got to add some cheese and some pepper to it. Well, right. It's got, obviously. I mean, I was just going with the basic ingredients. It's got, yeah, it's got uh, Parmesan in it. But it's it's so easy to make. Are you are you using bacon? Yeah. Or are you using? You should try prosciutto, man. I mean, yeah, mm. I could try that. Use I prosciutto like instead of bacon. I use some thick it's ass, amazing. thick cut bacon though. So here's Dude. the anchor. Who is a baker to his credit? Anchoring your cooking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying he should try prosciutto. It's got a great. Why don't you tell him what workout he should do? Very similar. <laughs> Hey, I'm down two I've, pounds I've since tried. yesterday, and it's all water wow. weight. <laughs> Is it, or did you just take a shit? <laughs> I mean, I didn't weigh myself before I took a shit, so maybe I might have lost <laughs> even more. <laughs> you got to get a before and after, or else how do you know if it was a good one? Right, right. Yeah, no. Uh, so I've been obsessed with carbonara. I will try prosciutto. I think we actually have some, but we're going to use it in a recipe for this week. But if we have any left over, definitely. You know, I tried Fantastic. that boar's head capicola. And what you think? I, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's a, I don't know. It's, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a weird meat because every once in a while. So the first time I ever had capicolas is at Jimmy John's, you know, they have it on their Italian mm-hmm. subs, right? Mm-hmm. They have six slices of Genoa salami, and then mm-hmm. they have three slices of capicola. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to find capicola like that capicola anywhere else hmm. even a double d like their capicola just doesn't have just doesn't taste the same and i fucking love jimmy john's capicola but there were people mm. people would come in and be like oh can i have the italian sandwich but without the capicola and i just it always baffled no. me i don't i never understood it but then other people be like oh yeah just it's just not appealing like to, to for right. to, to people who haven't had capicola it's like uh we called it like a spicy italian Pep, like a spicy pepperoni right and, and unfortunately i don't really like pepperoni or salami a lot of the more italian um sort of cured meats like that i don't like as much as the ones from other countries i am genuinely shocked you don't like tubed meat i know well but i do certain cured meat more are you a bologna um, fan german cured meat um in tubes might be a better like i like land Jaeger. But I don't like salami. Which, or... which is thin and long. Yeah. Right. Okay. You don't <laughs> like anything with some girth behind it. <laughs> I don't I don't love bologna. Well, I don't want to have to chew before I swallow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you can just inhale it, it's better. Right. So funny story. Uh, what really like I was like, Speaking I need to I need to, <laughs> I really need to lose weight was so <laughs> last night, no, the night before last, I woke up. And, you know, because my the fat on my throat is clenching my vocal cords and I'm snoring like a fucking hound. Sure. Um, so two <laughs> nights ago, I 
I'm pretty sure I like uh, I got like acid reflux, but it went into my sinus. Oh, so imagine acid reflux where it's just like burning in your throat, but right. it's in my nose. And this is at three o'clock in the morning. That's awful. So I woke up and there's just liquid pouring out of my nose. And right. so yeah. I like, liquid I'm like, fire and I'm like, ah, and then my wife wakes up. She's like, what the fuck is happening? I run because I feel my nose. I feel my face. I could feel like wetness. And I thought I was at a nosebleed. So I run, turn on the light and it's all clear. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a fucking fat ass. That my body is now rejecting food into my nose <laughs> while that I'm sleeping. Awful. So I'm a fat ass, and I have never experienced that. Beard, have you ever had anything like that? No, not into my sinuses. Right, right but you so also, we, but Beard also sleeps with a, uh, yeah. with a, with a yeah, CPAP, I, so. I don't. I probably should. And Jesus Christ, lose some weight. I fucking know, dude. Well, I need more health tips from you. Right. Since you're I can the give it to you if, you if you don't want to be such a stubborn fuck about it. It's like the bowling ball calling the kettlebell a fat ass. <laughs> I lift heavy shit. That's what I do. Every time you stand up. But Right, but lifting heavy shit wasn't helping me lose weight. It was helping me gain muscle, which was fine. Sure. But which helps I you needed, lose weight. I need to skinny down a little bit I mean, first. Anchor, you're not wrong. It's just still funny to hear you give people advice <laughs> right, on fitness. Right, because I, I don't work out. I haven't worked out in well over a year ever since COVID started. Right. And we know, were working out together. That was the best part. We were. And then yeah. every and, 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 and every day looking good. We would have a fucking after workout smoke. He was hungry for salami. <laughs> yeah, we'd walk outside. You'd immediately light up a cigarette. It's there's yep. nothing quite like an after after workout nicotine rush. I got I got to get the lungs back to normal. Yeah, right. They're they've they've been recycling too much fresh air. You can overdose and die on pure oxygen. I can't allow that to happen. <sighs> anyway, so I'm a fat piece of shit, and now <laughs> that was like you know obviously my wife being like I can't. It's hard for me to sleep because you snore so loud. That was one wake-up call. And then another mm-hmm. one is me almost choking on my own stomach acid in the middle of the night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, that's I was like, hmm, that's rough. Speaking of health ailments, how's your uh, Achilles there, Beard? I am fine. You it's know good. what? I actually wore, so you know the, the terrain out in the shooting spot. It's not yeah. terrible, but there's a lot of sharp rocks and things so like that. Did you go to the crap. corner spot or that, that larger open area? Larger open area. Off yeah. off the road, our spot, not what's his name spot. Um, gotcha. But I did it. I did the whole the whole time in my toe shoes. Hmm. How was that? Really? Oh, these are the new great. toe shoes, right? I the new ones aren't here yet, and I don't want to oh. wear those out. I'm going to save those for work, so I keep them fresh, Gross. so I don't bother you. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I thought you meant you're going <laughs> to keep the old ones for work. No, no, I'm going to wear the old ones out to doing things. The new ones that don't smell. Do you have work. toe socks yet? I do. Okay, and how are? <laughs> I haven't worn them yet because are they, are they rainbow too. colored or what? No, they're you got gray, little, like every, little like everything like else coming off of you it. You might be able to start I like the a big gray bulb. If you blob. pull, if you pull some rainbow, like get some knee highs, and then you can start like an OnlyFans and take feet pics. Oh dear God! <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> I think I just vomited in my nose. Yeah, my sinus is hurt. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, my sinuses did fucking hurt. I bet. I hope you don't get like a sinus infection now or some shit. That'd be weird. I don't know. It would it's be. my own 
stomach acid. So what it you have like the irritation. I just can't imagine. So I was looking. So they said that you know if you have constant acid reflux, it can cause uh like you have you're higher susceptible to get throat cancer because it wears shit down. But I mean like this melts your own. This has never happened before. So I'm not Mm. like. It's not like this is like a date. Someone that got throat cancer, it didn't start that day, right? I'm sure that's a progression. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's what, I got lectured one time by a a lady. So I used to work at a gas station back in the middle of nowhere in Montana. Um, I, when I was in high school, and I got lectured by a lady because I had a, uh, we sold chew. I didn't have a chew in. I chewed at the time. But I, we sold chew, and she lectured me, so out of towner lectured that I shouldn't, we shouldn't sell chew. Now we sold cigarettes too, but they were like under the counter. The chew was kind of up on a, on a display. So maybe she just didn't notice Jesus. that we sold cigarettes. But I got lectured on how we shouldn't sell chew because it causes mouth cancer. And I was like, uh-huh, but I'm not forcing people to buy it. Like I don't. Right. <laughs> like I just pumped the gas lady. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't own the store. I'm just, I'm making close to minimum wage to sit here and do nothing for four hours every night. Right. So, oh, and actually, now speaking of tobacco products, that brought up a conversation. Actually, uh, Anchor and I were involved in at work in regards to we had a nine one one caller call in today and say that they were reporting a adult smoking a cigarette in the passenger seat with a child in the back seat, and Anchor enlightened us that that is illegal uh, where we live. And like I, everything else, well, right? And I'd never heard that. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, so the way the code is written, because I've got it up right now, is you may not smoke in motor vehicles used to transport children. They but, don't even have to be in the car at the time? Yeah, like, does uh, that mean you, apparently all not. the smoking you do in your well, car is bad? Yeah, well, I mean, technically, yeah, because you get third-hand exposure. Oh, Jesus. Um, we were worried about second-hand smoke, and now we're worried about third-hand smoke? Yeah, you can get third-hand exposure right. from from where the smoke settles and and nicotine could, and other you know, toxic chemicals apparently can settle on the seat or the doors or whatever your child touches. Was there like a campaign shit. that they told people? Because I remember when like the whole texting and driving thing came out a couple what two oh. years ago, three years ago. Wait, what? is that against the law now too? Yes. Oh fuck. They were they were talking about like not How only did is you not know that. <laughs> I was very aware. Not only is texting and driving against the law, but they were talking about at the time like you can't eat if it's because it's a distracted driving law, right? It's not texting and driving; it's distracted. I was driving. literally on the phone and texting and eating today in the car. <laughs> well, Unless eating my wife doesn't and surprise me. Eating, yeah, eating doesn't surprise anybody. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was like for like a Christmas gift. I saw Amazon. I don't know why they shown it to me. Because, probably because I'm a fat piece of shit too, but. Amazon was like, hey, here's an item you might be interested in. And it was a fucking, uh, uh, what do they call wow. those things that you go, you put food on, a, like a serving tray. It was a fucking serving tray you could attach to your steering wheel. Oh, <laughs> so Jesus. You could fucking eat. Like, obviously, it's supposed to be used when the car's not moving. Like, you're in a parking lot or whatever. Obviously. You att- <laughs> otherwise, every time you turn the wheel, your food would fall off. Right. I, I'm would sure you would find a way to attach a freaking gyroscope just right. so that so you could eat yeah, it would be stably in your car. The same things they put on tanks to allow them to shoot on the run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- I'm shooting too, just food into my mouth. You know the uh, the North End Chick Fil A, we'll call it. You're sure, sure. Yep. And, yep. And, and now there's a Dickies. See, and- might have 
gone to Chick-fil-A and Dickies on the way back from shooting today. Wow, both, Jesus huh? Christ. Did you go straight from one to the other? I did. <laughs> did you walk into the second one with the bag from the first one? No, I left it in the car, but I they, were, they had ice cream, right? They have soft serve, and it's like, well, it's free. Well, but you have to, like, with a food order. And I was like... <laughs> buy some food to get some free ice cream like i really just at that point it's bathroom. not free ice cream you know that right like it's not it's not, it's free not. Ice cream. so the chick-fil-a restroom was closed and i needed a pee and so i was going to use dickies and i was like oh but i can get ice cream and they're like well but you have to order food so i went from just using the restroom to using the restroom and getting free ice cream to using the restroom getting free ice cream and buying a platter of meat <laughs> oh my god you could have just, just got like a pulled pork restaurant. sandwich or something <laughs> Um, I got I a, just uh, found a your birthday present there, Beard. Uh-huh. Is it a gift card? <laughs> all the food? No. Is it a soft but serve I think machine? you would actually appreciate it. Ooh, a soft Up holder tray machine. for car. Enjoy your meal. Stay organized. A small wow. car tray with a table, nine-inch surface, phone slot, 360-degree swivel arm. <laughs> wow. It's, it's in cup holders three inches to four and a... Tenth inch wide. Dang. Yeah. That sounds perfect. For it's you. perfect for you. It I really mean, does. you can just. To be rest fair, it sounds right perfect on your, for all on of your us. gut. Anchor is <laughs> talking down to you as if he's not obese and also right. at a 35 fucking B- BMI. Right. There's a room full 34. of 35 BMIs and talking shit about how fat the other ones are. I was, I was 36 <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, 34 today, though. 34.8. Something wow. like that. BMI My BMI is not 35, 34.8. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad to like, see you caught up to us, so there, Stash. Caught up to you and passed you. It Jesus. only took a week. I Eventually, if I keep going like this, I'll be as wide as I am tall. <laughs> more weeks. Oh, man. I'll just be a bowling. I'll just be like a fucking fat meatball. Well, here in a couple of weeks, Beard's gonna have to come is coming to help me move some shit into a U-Haul. That's true. Um, true. speaking of, so we got new neighbors downstairs, mm-hmm. um, and they Welcome. had a 15 foot. Of course, they were blocking my fucking parking spot when I got. You're home. worried so much about not blocking the parking. Your neighbors will not give a shit because they will block your parking and shit on you at the same time. <laughs> to be fair, I asked them, "Hey, like, hey, can I just need to park my car here? Then you guys can go back in front of it." And they were fine. They were super nice about it. Um. But I got to see what a 15 foot truck looks like, like in, and we only, and it's it's only going to block two parking spots, so looks like we should be good. 15 foot truck, right? Well, right, but it's what, like actually like a 20, expecting? it's like a 23 foot truck, right? Because 15 foot is the storage, and then there's like another six feet for the cab. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's anchoring your moving truck. I know. He's you got a moving truck up on block. <laughs> And I just fucking bit into it. (laughs) God damn it. You did what I do every time. I I know. Every time. Uh, That might be the best one I've ever gotten you on. But like I told, I was telling Anchor uh, yesterday, I was like, oh, but I saw that they they actually backed it into one of the, uh, like one of the the normal kind of parking spots, the public spots Mm -hmm. in the parking galaxy. He's like, well, you won't be able to fucking do that because you don't know how to back up a truck. I was like, yes, but the beard does. So I'll just make the beard do it. And then I don't have to worry Sounds about risky. putting my um, I don't have to worry about putting the truck in some like parking lot. Obviously, we can park better, it in like a school or whatever. Better get the added insurance just That's in case he dings your garbage can. Jesus, right? Or crushes a neighbor's car. 
<laughs> I'll just tell them that he stole the car. It's an option. Yeah, I'm sure that will go over real well with the departments we work for. <laughs> he stole it, um, and then yeah, intentionally wrecked it. Civil issue, clear Sam. Right. Civil clear Sam. <laughs> Civil clear Sam. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Do we have uh? Do we have anything else, boys? We were going to talk about pirates. Oh yeah, because you sent us that picture of the registered sex offender anonymous that oh, I sent Jesus. back. Right. I thought. Yeah, it was I can't funny. remember. But were I mean, you were you the young child without the facial hair in the front? No. Surrounded oh, by all you the weren't. Are you, are you actually asking me that? Yeah. No. Oh, I th- no. I totally thought you were the kid in the very front middle. <laughs> so you did didn't I. see me standing with the no no holy shit wait right, I gotta look I gotta at the look picture again, again. hold up the picture I'm in red I'm in the middle oh well in you're the, not like in gray the... so that's one thing that threw me off well sure do pirates wear gray I want something more colorful holy oh that shit, is that's you what you look like without facial hair yes holy shit yeah that's why I didn't recognize you right it's a little washed out yeah. too but yeah <laughs> I totally we, thought we you were a... the kid. We did a pirate <laughs> show, and so that was that was us in our pirate show costume. Holy shit! Wait, Never what's your costume? You have a bandana on a red shirt. What the fuck kind of pirate is that? Yeah, it was a pretty lame costume. That's a it's not my pirate. <laughs> right, exactly. Meanwhile, the guy on your right has got like the patch and everything. Even the kid with no expression, who I thought you were, has a sword. True. Also a bandana. Also a bandana, yeah, and he's got like the whole striped shirt with the vest. Right, that kid put I way more into it. That's you. I, Is that I your don't brother next to you? you? Yeah, it's my brother next to me. That's definitely me. Wait, what's your brother got in his forehead? Is that a unibrow? Uh, no, I think it was a um, like a tattoo or something. We did temporary tattoos. Oh dear lord! I mean, you, to be fair, you do look pissed. Well, sure, but that's normal. That face is definitely... I've seen that face before. Mm. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I did... I totally, I'm so glad, Anchor, you thought the same thing. I totally thought he was the oh, kid yeah. in the middle. How do, oh, I, without how a do doubt. you think I look like that kid? How old would I have been? I don't know. Nine? Eight? Or ten? <laughs> Shit. How old's that kid? Oh, my God. I don't remember. Oh, was he a better singer than you? Uh, Certainly a better showman. Definitely better looking. Well, sure, still. <laughs> Easy. He is also a kilt wearer. Is he? Do you still mm-hmm. ha- are you still friends with him? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a kilt or a tactic kilt? He he wears a utility kilt. Okay. Yeah. All right. We haven't actually gotten into this on the podcast, but No, I mean, that's we, true. We got into your we toe shoes. About toe shoes. Bit, but right, we but we left off the fact that I am a kilt aficionado. <sighs> Is aficionado the right word? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You wear one just to, I mean, you wore it knowing that we were going to make fun of you. And that not just us. I mean, and we we are relentless with each other at work. Mm -hmm. But other Mm -hmm. people made fun of you before, too. People that don't are usually pretty nice to each other. Right. At least far more so than we are. Right. Um. And so you you decided to wear it anyway, and you wore it all mm-hmm. through. When did you start wearing it? Was it last? I got it for end of twenty nineteen. So I got it in July of twenty twenty. Uh, no, that was this year. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were wearing it longer than that. No, oh. so like six months, and then I hung it up for the winter and to get the pockets fixed. 
after winter pretty much happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you didn't hang it up until what January? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Somewhere it's about there. time to break it back out. The weather's getting nice again. <sighs> yeah, but we can't Make open sure windows you wash at work. Yourself. Yeah. What? We can't open windows at work, so it doesn't smell. It gets Stay- laundered. Oh, not. I'm not worried about your dress. I'm worried about <laughs> the odor coming from between your legs. <laughs> I mean, that's funny, but obviously, <laughs> I definitely feel like since it doesn't actually touch my taint, that it actually stays fresher longer. I'm going to just let you know that your taint isn't the only thing that smells on your body. Well, that's true. I have smelled my toe shoes. But like, I think in all seriousness, it stays fresher because it's not uh, its not in there. You're laughing, I would, but... I would hope it's not in anywhere. Same. Well, right. sure. Well, right, and because because you do work in a we work in a I would say quasi professional environment, you still have to wear underwear underneath that you can't just free ball it. Some of us work in a quasi professional, and then there's me in a kilt and toe shoes. <laughs> yeah. Right, but you never they would let shorts during business hours. I wouldn't need a kilt. So why are why is a kilt allowed during business hours, but shorts aren't? Is it that a know. kilt just isn't not allowed? Is that how you're, well, you're sure. reading so, it? Well, sure. Shorts are specifically forbidden, but skirts are specifically allowed. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yes, I, yeah, I call it a wrong. skirt. Right, so you call yeah. it a skirt when it fits your purposes. Yeah. When it doesn't, it's a, it's a kilt. Okay. Right. I don't think... Well, exactly what, about, right. what about a skirt? Can't you get away with a skirt? I don't think so. They don't make them in my size. <laughs> Damn. Presumably. I'd, I'd buy you one just to get you out of that kilt. Oh, I want to get on. you some... Did you ever wear... Um, uh, was it Jinko jeans back in yeah. the day? Yes. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. So we should get you a pair of those. Why? I, because they, I think they look funny on you. Have you l- ever seen me wear a pair of jeans? Did no. Ever, and the only pair of pants I ever see you wear is in. I'm sure you could get them off of eBay or something. I don't think they make them because they're not in style anymore. I haven't seen someone oh my, in a pair of Jinko jeans and. Were they years. ever? My God, they do. So. But you wear, even the pants you wear are like tacta pants, right? Because they're like yeah. cargo pants because you carry so much. Now, to be fair, when right. there was a dead rat under the hood of my car, I, I was glad you had your tacta pants on. Uh, you went right. screaming to daddy and you had to let him clean it up. <laughs> Shut the yeah. fuck up. Anyway, That's exactly <laughs> you had the you had the gloves in your in your pocket, which was uh-huh. good. And you a carried, tourniquet. And a seals. Well, right. But we weren't going to we weren't going to try and save. Rat, so we didn't need wallet. the tourniquet. We didn't need the chest seal. Pepper spray. <laughs> you carry Cell pepper phone. spray? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a isn't that a female weapon for when people attack him? Have you ever uh, been for... sprayed by pepper spray? I've gotten bear sprayed before, but not. If my alternative is pepper spraying you or shooting you, I'd maybe like to not have to shoot somebody if I could just pepper spray them. Sure. Maybe. Sure. And then I can just walk away. All right. That would be my hope. Damn it! Now I gotta find a pair of Jenko jeans. Please don't. Oh my god, those were so comfortable. That was your era, though. Like Brent's a I little old so. for him. I'm a little young for him. I, I was wearing them in eighth grade. You were? Yeah. Can we get that picture? That sounds about right. Eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. I had the yeah, I had one of the pairs of back pockets went down oh, yeah. past All my the knee. knee. Yeah. Oh my god. It was they were, were incredible. Were you guys fans of so Were you a fan of the insane clown posse too? Anchor? No, no I no, I, n- I never got into ICP. You're a juggalo. Don't deny it. 
definitely, <laughs> art. definitely not a juggalo. Juggalette. I gotta find where I can buy these not actually in a store or something. Probably not in any retail stores. You probably have to order them online. So gonna find out, damn it. If you bring the kilt back, mm-hmm. so you probably do that after vacation. I'm bringing Kilty back. Oh, yeah. by the way, so you'll be you'll be really kind of sad to hear this, but yesterday I was working um, as our firebreaker for my last four hours mm-hmm. of the day, and I got the in a, in a thirty minute lunch period, the last thirty minutes, might I add, of my shift, I dispatched an entire one alarm fire, mm-hmm. and just from beginning to end, flames from the building, blah blah blah. It was yep. great, perfect. And then at like the fire. at the thirty minute mark, they said, "Oh." We're an overhaul. And then I went home. Nice. I was like, fuck, the beard needed this. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's a weird thing to say to need a fire for the purposes of training. But that's our job. I mean, that's like what happens though, right? It was like, we sure, need, hey, absolutely. we need partial yeah, we tragedies. Need, need right. Of the worst to occur during training, which is right. really sad for the community. And you're there every day. And that is the worst of the worst. <laughs> and that's really <laughs> sad for the community. It, it definitely makes us better overall. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to. Like, you can't train. I mean, it's just like right. police and firefighters. They also need tragedies to too. Right. Military right. people. They need to be yeah. able to do something. Yeah. You can play war games, as they say, all the time. But right, that's not the real thing. True. Um, I see you also have down here that you want to talk a little bit about restricting the amount of words per day. Oh. Yeah, didn't didn't you bring that up at work the other day? If if we if we were restricted to how many words we oh, could yeah. use in a day, uh, what would you think? hundred words a day. I did. So the the where it came from was when I was I think I was a freshman in college at the time. We used to hang out with this kid who was far smarter than we were. He's also like a computer science major. He was a junior, I think, or a senior at the time. But he was like a TA for some of our classes. So you said his name was Brian. Super nice guy. And he would hang out with us and uh and he, but he had, he had a, a superiority thing about him. Like he was very kind of like you. That Beard, really. mm, yeah. I was <laughs> like, going to say that sounds terrible. Why would anybody hang out with someone like that? Kinda, and, it, but he was funny. Like he's a funny guy and he kind of like you, like he kind of took it in stride because we'd make fun of him for it and all that. But he talked about how he brought up to one day when we were eating lunch and he's like, what if we just had a restriction on how many words someone could say in a day, like in a 24 hour period, like you got to say, a hundred words. And the way he laid it out was any words like, like, uh, or, you know, a, or the, or B, you know, small words, you could have like an unlimited amount of those, but a hundred words worth saying would mm-hmm. be your limit for the day. Some people would never get to that. Some people wouldn't. And some people would get to it in an hour. Cause I mean, even like, I would have to say like words worth saying in terms of like, some people talk a lot without ever saying anything. Sure. Right? There's no message. There's no point. Yeah, very funny. So how would that, like, would there be, like, a quanti- like quantifiable sort of qualitative thing to it? Or would it be just words? If it was just words, it'd be tough. Because then you would have to include every True. word. And most people would be, and you'd have to change. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be 100. It would have to be, like, sure. 10,000 for the day. Or 1,000 for the day. Well, then would that even be a restriction? How how few, you know, is small enough to be a restriction? Well, that that's true. So if it is, maybe it maybe it's five thousand for the day. You'd have to know what your right. average is, right? If you if for yeah. us, we talk all day, whether Constantly. it's 
just ask our coworkers. Right. And so, and, and <laughs> especially with work, we can't do our jobs without talking. So for mm-hmm. us, I think there would have to be a different threshold. Like the work ones wouldn't count, right? It would only be conversations. Sure. And we would still hit right. that in the first half hour being at work. Probably. Um, especially Sunday mornings. Psh. Yeah. Sunday mornings are great. Yeah. Well, it's the best day of the week. Now, what type of uh, reaction would there be as far as the effect of your mental psyche if one to talk quite a lot and are restricted to having well the beard few words I mean, to say the beard has kind of talked about this in the past of hanging out with his wife he's like you know sometimes we just sit and read together and they're not, they're not mm-hmm. talking i mean he talks about how she's talking on the phone or whatever but you could just you can connect with someone without talking to them and I think that's kind of lost on people. Yeah. Companionable <laughs> no, silence no. is how I like to think Wait, of it. No. So since we're so locked into social media now, uh, especially the younger generation. Right, my generation. What younger we, old fucks. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, what if we restricted their, their words on social media? Like you can only, or like you could go even further to be like you can only post five selfies a day, right? Like that, that's that gets a bit crotchety. Like you're so old, you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna restrict all the words you can post on the internet today. <laughs> but would that actually encourage them to socialize more? Because let's face it, kids don't socialize the same way. That's true. Jesus, Grandpa, this has gone in a whole new direction. Well, as it well, but he is the parent of the group for now. True. Right, so true. he would know how his son, how his I know you son call him daddy. Jesus. <laughs> and COVID, you know that that helped mm-hmm. hurt a lot as far as interaction, as far as from a, a child or parent standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's basically online. You We're know just what? now getting back to. In- socialization you know who's still really good at communicating and making sure that their problems are well known are parents of students i my wife has shown me multiple emails of people just going off on her for like why their student has a bad grade in her class or whatever and just like no one wanting to take any kind of responsibility for anything i'd be curious to know how old those parents are right I was like, I, she read me one email and it was, I was so mad because he was just like ripping into her for, I mean, he's like, like, he's like, you know what, maybe, maybe you should, uh, maybe they should hire some people who actually know how to use the technology that you're teaching with and everything. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, Stash, you, if I'm not mistaken, you could be old, like you're old enough to be a parent of a student in your wife's class. Is that fair to say? Like, is that, yes, because my, yeah wife some of the kids that she has yeah she's met the parents and they're younger than she right is. right that's interesting sixth grade is how old their anchor uh, you want them to do math now right nine, well, I know stuff okay so nine ten sixth grade nine ten isn't it more like twelve <laughs> no yeah it should I be like know. twelve it should be twelve because if, not, if you figure fourteen the kid's not is there yet this is falling apart. Oh my god, you can't add years <laughs> to your kid, though. Jesus Christ. If you figure, four, I was a 14 in, in, as a freshman. So if I subtract Same. 3, so 11. Is 13, so, so 11. 10 to 11, we'll say. Right, 10 if 10 you're young, 11. 11 if you're an old guy like me. I was the oldest one in my class. So. Well, you were the oldest one in your class? Yeah. 
My birthday is uh, in maturity September. Maturity-wise. Huh. No, maturity-wise, too. <laughs> I'm the oldest one of all my friends, including you guys. Uh, maturity-wise. Yeah. Oh, do you want to bring finances up and how how mature we are? <laughs> Actually, yeah, we should do a whole finance episode, if we're honest. We let's, should. Okay, let's, let's talk about our net worth. Some, for real can quick. I finish my fucking thought first? No, I don't let you do that, and you hate it about me. <laughs> so my 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 point is is that you were saying ten to eleven, so that would have put that would have made me what ten to eleven years. Yeah, I've been seventeen. So potentially, if I made some poor life decisions, yes. So you right? So I could have a kid in about my class. The age of the parents is that reflective on how they approach the teachers and how they hold their kid responsible? Right? Was going to be part of your point, anchor that. Yeah. If presumably an older parent is going to say you need to get your shit together, and a younger parent's going to say no, it's the teacher's fault. Right. I think that's a that I think that's a good uh, sample to look at. Not to right. speak for the anchor, because I, right. I I would I would wholeheartedly agree. I mean, you're an old man parent, is... so you can. <laughs> I I am. I I mean, we had him when I was 28, and so I shit I've that makes some... me an old man parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the club, buddy. Fuck. Do you even let your own kid play on your lawn? <laughs> Get off my lawn, my, Dad. It's my grass. Go out to the road. I don't see your goddamn name on the mortgage. <laughs> it's family grass, Dad. My son, unfortunately for him, has has it kind of rough because his mother is in the education system. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has high expectations. I have high expectations. That's good. That's a positive. It right. is. It, I agree. And, you know, they're required to do this program called iReady, um, where they have to do math and, and reading and oh. take tests and Too stuff bad you didn't like have that. To do that. Right. I, I would have been much better off. And he's required to do 40 minutes per week. We require him as his parents to do 60 sure so we've increased it 150 percent right math god i'm tired i don't think it is um and i think he's benefiting from being pushed harder so are you that's likely the case are we um are you arguing that iReady is like what do you think about iReady itself because i just google search because i wanted to make sure iReady was in multiple states so that wasn't giving away oh. any kind of location stuff but i like the first thing How i see concerned are we with that that might be a different conversation yeah that's an off that's an off-air conversation um the first couple things that come up about iReady because all i typed into google was iReady the first question that says why iReady is dangerous and the second one is why should iReady be banned <laughs> so, <laughs> we're off to a good start right it doesn't sound like yeah, that's um you know it's a this is, says it's a dangerous assessment because it's a dehumanizing assessment the test strips away all evidence of the student's thinking of her mathematical identity and instead aside's broad and largely meaningless labels this is the eye ready I, for math but i don't i don't know that i would agree with that um hunter excels at math so he's able to push it further than classmates um, and at the challenges he needs through it, um, and it's it seemed to have helped him all, quite a bit with reading. He last year he did not enjoy reading. He didn't care for anything having to do with literacy. Sounds like just like me. 
Right, right, um, yeah. Literacy, and, I know, is a tough thing for you. Right, and is really grown to enjoy it. Well, that's good. So, and that's... Uh, yeah, and, and I don't know that it's all con- contributed to iReady and his use of that program, um, but he's making advancements and he's come a long ways in being at home doing remote Interesting. So yeah, I guess I, that's something like I'm not looking forward to uh, having to deal with. As I'm going to homeschool, my kids will go to school. You know what? I was talking to um, he who shall not be named, and he is also mm-hmm. going to homeschool his kids. Oh, for sure. Well, look how he turned out. <laughs> is he homeschooled? Was he homeschooled? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was homeschooled for four years, like from fourth to eighth grade. Yeah, that's why you don't know how old you were in sixth grade. Right. I don't remember, dude. I was playing so much World of Warcraft at the time. It was oh, like nice. school for like two hours in the morning and then fucking wow. That's fantastic. That was the best time of my life. Guys, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got some, we already got some notes for next time. We, we might have some whole like special edition episodes. Where we're yeah, we really do need to talk about finances topic. because you, one do. of us is good at it. One of us is okay at it. And one of us is dog it's shit at it. Awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's let's compare our net worths and talk about who's oh, good at Jesus it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Our net worth negative. But anyway, <laughs> so let's wrap it up for this week. And hopefully and thanks for joining us. And we'll uh, spool up again next week. Yeah, hopefully I'll have a uh, more weight loss for you guys next week. That'll be awesome. Yeah, go work on another dookie. Or maybe or not. Found. Yeah, or maybe not. All right. Good job, guys. Thanks. Later, guys. Good night, guys. Thank you for listening to Three Idiots Talking Nonsense. You can find us on Twitter at 3ITN Podcast, 3ITN.com, anchor.fm slash 3ITN, YouTube 3ITN Podcast, and 3ITN on Facebook. If you like what you've heard, hit that subscribe button, share, retweet, tell your friends. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.